Welcome to episode 427 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, Ed. How you doing? Good. How are you? Um, <laughs> excuse me. I'm doing all right. I'm going to say a general announcement now. Uh, I have a bit of a cough. Um, I, I looked it up and you know how, how believable things are on the internet. <laughs> I think I have achieved the COVID cough part of the downplay. Like sometimes I get in like this little hack coffee fit. It's all dry, no mucus, no phlegm. I don't have any problems. Like I don't feel stuffed up or anything. It's just this dry cough, and I'm like, all right, well, I just got to deal with it. So if if at any moment in the show you say something and you don't hear me, chances are I probably put my microphone on mute and be like, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, <laughs> just figured I'd give you a heads up. Like... Oh, I can't. Uh, you you kind of faded out there, Ed. Are you there? Yeah, you there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> oh, see, I thought my cough knocked out the whole whole, whole system. No, nah, I'm, 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 I'm. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's that time of season, kids, and that means that the big table that we usually use for the show is used for our little village. <laughs> right. So now I'm this little intimate table of the old blue table that we used to have, and uh, so everything, you know, I, I have to kind of. <laughs> easily touch things and move things around without causing problems so uh yeah so if, if i fade out that's the reason why <laughs> i thought okay little here you go people let's go behind the scenes a little bit of the show ed how's the board holding up because that board's 10 years old at this point <laughs> it's not it's nine years old and uh yeah because we that's the thing I, you know i keep forgetting to tell people <laughs> this past october was our ninth anniversary Right, we've been doing this shit for nine years. Nine, <laughs> nine years. years. That's 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 junior high school years. <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, it's I mean, there's some things that I you know like I don't know if it's the cable or it's the port or that kind of thing. So I I <clears throat> manipulate things as best I can to keep this going, you know, kind of thing. But for the most part, everything seems to work. So I'm not like complaining. I mean, I probably should get a new board at this point. <laughs> well, well, that's, that's I guess what's to start off the whole conversation is do you think in your professional opinion that it's time we upgrade our shit no <laughs> oh, see now you're just saying that because you're cheap no, it's, not, <laughs> it's not because I'm cheap because I have to, because I have to learn something new <laughs> I'm, just not, I'm just not in that in that place because I have to probably get a new like uh, uh, software and new you know because everything's you know probably won't be able to you know I don't know I, I, I have to think about it. Well, <laughs> I, have, I, have to, I have to peruse through uh Think about it, Ed, because I got a permanent position in my job, so I got a little bit of extra scratch coming my way. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got it promoted from. I, 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 I finally got the, the. They crossed the I's and dotted the T's. <laughs> they <know>? took <laughs> acting out of my title. <laughs> they, they, they actually decided to address the actual title I've been holding for the last year. <laughs> and they went, oh, you know what? Fine, we'll just do it. <laughs> and we got nobody I, else, so there you go. Yeah, nobody else wanted the job, and. You're you were already doing it. Saves us a lot of paperwork. We just rubber stamp this shit, and then you're fine. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> so congratulations, by the way, on your promotion. Thanks. So. Thanks. I, I appreciate it. It's basically the same job I've been doing for the last year, and then and then prior to that, four three straight years. Anyway, the other other store, whatever. It doesn't matter. I just need to survive the holidays. That's all. Good luck, cause yeah. yeah. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, so, what have you been doing, Ned? 
Uh, well, uh, this week I didn't really do too much, um, you know, because of decorating that we've been doing. Like, it's, it's, it is, it's like almost like a week long process uh, for us. Right. Uh, you know, because now, we, you know, we put up two trees today. Actually, we put up the second tree today and uh, we bought a new one. So we're excited. You know, we, we got a new tree. We're happy with it. Um, but you should measure out. Uh, this is a helpful tip for, for people that haven't, <laughs> haven't put their trees up yet. You should measure your height of your your floor to your ceiling and figure out how what kind of size tree you need. Because <laughs> well, we've been buying trees. We've been <laughs> trying bend, our ups. Top. What's that? Does it bend at the top? Yes, it does. <laughs> it's actually shoved into the you know where we have to bend the the you know because we we get artificial trees because uh, uh, one it lasts longer you know we can have them for years and years. And, sure. and two is this fact the seal gets sick if uh, she has like any kind of she has bad allergies so we really can't have a tree because the, the scent and all would, would make her very sick so sure. I, don't, I don't want to risk that right. um, so upstairs we have like a, what they call a steeple uh, roof which it goes up into a point so you can have huge trees up to you know probably 12 feet you know and and you know and, and enjoy but we you know we have a seven and a half, seven and a half foot tree down, we have one here downstairs because my wife is very she loves Christmas she loves decorating and uh, should we have a we have a Disney tree because we go to Disney a lot of if you haven't listened to the show we, we go to Disney a lot so we, we end up with a lot of ornaments uh, you know especially Hallmark they have they have tons of Disney ornaments we end up buying them a lot you know so so we end up you know with a lot of Disney ornaments so we have an actual Disney tree it's all Disney ornaments it's all it is you know Marvels uh, uh, superheroes and Star Wars and uh, you know, uh, Pixar and anything like anything Disney related, right. it's on this tree. So, you know, we decide she was going to have two trees this year. She was going to have a Pixar tree and a Disney tree. And she says, well, you know what? If th- this tree that we buy is big enough, we won't have to worry about it. You know, so we're at a store and she goes, yeah, it looks good, right? I'm like, yeah, okay. So we buy it, put it up. Hey, we have a six, we have a <laughs> six and a seven foot from the ceiling to the floor in our basement here is a seven foot clearance, and we have a seven and a half foot tree. So we're a half foot too high on the tree. So basically, it's like bent in, and you know, it's like I mean, the branches are smushed, but it, it fits. So it was like okay, you know. So we put all this stuff on there and all, and it's got light, so it's all it's it's nice. It's a nice tree, but you know, like I said, just, it's uh, just out of curiosity, could you let's say? shave some of it at the bottom no no it's uh, <laughs> again because because the thing is is that the, the trunk now instead of the old days where you used to plug in if you had lights on your tree you put the top like there's three pieces there the top middle and, and bottom and there used right. to be plugs you would plug in you would find the, the line basically on the one side <laughs> of the tree for the you know for the middle part and plug that in and when you put the top in there would be an, another plug in you know there and that thing this tree is all the the uh uh, trunk is the actual thing. So all you have to do is just plug the together, the pieces together in the trunk and it automatically connects the lights together. So it's all makes it all. Uh, so it's nice that way. I mean, it's great because as a remote now and I can do different things. I got to have a blinking different ways with color or white or, you know, oh, so, did you, so hey, I got a question. Stacy showed me this thing in TikTok where it's a, it's a tree and it's the base and with the button, it starts to rise up. And and it, it has lights already attached, and you don't have to uh, just. No, no, it's not that tree. Oh, uh, all right, no, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. No, don't let my wife know. It's true. We're getting next year. <laughs> Although she's seen that tree. Oh, okay. <laughs> she goes tree shopping a lot. <laughs> so yeah, she's she's seen all types. 
Pacino is going to go to your house one day, and it's, it's going to be like a forest. That's and so every funny. forest, because you're because you just admit that technically you now have, well, is it officially two trees or is it three trees? Well, it's just two trees because the tree was big enough that we. And the thing is, is that we were. She started sorting them out, and we don't have enough Pixar ornaments oh, to, to make a tree. Oh boy! But, but I can tell you this: we can make a Mickey tree. Cause we we can we can, we can have Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Cause every year I for some reason I must keep buying forgetting every year. Cause I'll go like stocking stuffers. I'll find them and they're usually like TVs or something like that and they're cheap. Right. But it's Mickey and Minnie. You know, usually ice skating or you know one had like Dream and Sweet or something like that and they have the words with them. You know, some are you know they're just some are dressed in you know uh, with a hat, the uh, Christmas the, the Santa Claus hat and the scarf. Okay. Or, you know, so there's variations of of Mickey and Minnie. So we have like like at least twenty or thirty of those that we could actually start making a smaller tree just of Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Oh, I was gonna say like as long as they're doing, it's not like the same like. Sean, I've bought five years worth the exact same fucking ornament. No, 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 no. They're it's variations. Okay. <laughs> they're variations of them, basically. You know, that's, you know, and I usually because I see the one, I'll get the other one. So I was like, oh, I see Minnie. There's Mickey, or you know, vice gotcha. versa. And they're, you know, and they're usually like I said, they're usually like one was they're like they're doing various activities, you know, every year. So I was like, okay. And then I try to think, do we have this one? <laughs> you know, like now, now right. you know, and every year, because like I say, we usually want to buy it after we put the tree up, so I know which ones have because, um, I I see them all now, I'm putting them up and all, and they're they're sitting down here, you know, near me, so I keep looking at them. Um, though of course, though I think I'm getting too old though because I can't remember. Like I we pull out an ornament, and I'm like, wow, I didn't even know we had this one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got so many. Yes, you know. <laughs> so it, it gets it gets to the point where you're going, uh, wow, these are way too many. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's the main re- thing we were doing. Um, I did get my booster shot this week uh, oh. for COVID. Uh, yeah, so they they you know they pretty pretty soon pretty couple weeks ago I think it was they they said that like instead of sixty five and over or with uh, health issues. Of course, my doctor said that I could probably before they even made the announcement of of uh, everybody can get it. Or anybody can get it. Um, that you know, you you, I could probably get it. And I was like, oh, really? Because yeah, because you're overweight and you have high blood pressure. <laughs> you have medical reasons to to get your COVID booster. Oh, like, right. Oh, thanks, doc. <laughs> so, so my wife and I decided what we would, you know, we'd go to our local drugstore and may, we made an appointment and all one and it was, it was easy. Uh, you know, it was easy to do. You know, they ask you a few questions, you know, and it's, you know, fill it out, get your time. Um, and then you go and they put you behind a screen and they shove your arm with <laughs> this this thing and, you know, the, the needle and stick it and it takes a second and then done. And then the guy was like, yeah, you, if you want, you could stick around for like 10, 15 minutes. Uh, you know, you don't have to. He's like, he was like, whatever. <laughs> you know, this older guy, he's like, yeah, whatever. Do what, do what you want. Like, you know, I guess people have complained enough that was just like, you know. Um, my wife did have a, a, a reaction to it. Um, she, uh, she was, she got sick the next day. Um, so she was at work and she called me, she, I took her home. So she, uh, stayed home for a couple of days to, uh, to relax and all and to, to catch up. So I put, put a slowness down on, on decorating, but, uh, you know, it was, but I, I mean, I've, I felt it like, you know, like, like if I lift my arm to a certain point, like above my shoulder, it hurt, you know? Right, and I'm like, well, I don't really don't do this much, so it, that's fine, you know. Like, I, like, like I'm okay with that. But then, on, like the back of my neck, like this is this is what I usually get. It's kind of like uncomfortable. Like if I move my head around too much, like the back of my neck hurts a little bit. 
But other than that, that was it. I was like, you know, I was tired, but you know, that was that was the worst of it for me. I like I don't really don't get sick too often, so it's hard for me to, um, you know, go like you know oh, I'm sick and you know I mean it, yeah. it happens to me once in a while, but it's very every few years, you know, I get sick and that's it. So, uh, so it was, that was a couple of things I've been doing. Um, also, uh, had friend of the show, Dave sip on over on Wednesday. He came over late though. Cause he had to do something. Um, but he was talking about, uh, South park and apparently they made a deal with Paramount plus, which I don't know if we ever talked about that or not in past shows or not. I had no, no clue. Okay. Uh, um, they have a special, like a four episode special going on. Um, they only, they only, they're they're trying to release, I think once, once a month or something like that. And it's called South Park post COVID. Oh yeah. Yeah. There is like, it's supposed to be like set in the future where they're adults. Yes. (laughs) Right. Okay. (laughs) I obviously, I have not seen that because I don't have Paramount plus. Well, I have Paramount plus I, (laughs) I bought into it back when they were supposed to be CBS All Access and they switched over to Paramount Plus. And at that moment, they were trying to get people on board for this system. So they ended up selling it for a year for 30 bucks. So I'm like, for 30 bucks for a year? Right. You know, why not? I mean, it's like it's going to have all the Star Trek and all that kind of stuff. Of course, I haven't watched any of the Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten around to it. You know, I haven't seen Discovery or Picard or... You know any of that stuff, and everybody's like, "What?" I've, I've seen the first season of Picard. It, it wasn't bad. I wasn't. I'll be honest. I'm not happy with the ending of season one. Um, we can talk about that later. But I, I would just. But I mean, it wasn't up until the very end. I was all in, and at the very end, I was like, "You got to be. How are they going to pull this off?" And then I was like, "I think season two brings back Q." Yeah. So I'm like, "This would be great if you de-age him, but you're going to age him up too. He'll probably make some snide remark to." make Picard feel comfortable knowing that we both got old or something. Right. You know, but all right. So I'm assuming that means you watch the, yeah. Cause the thing is up. he doesn't have Paramount plus like you. He's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, it's a shame. Cause he was all upset. Cause he's got HBO and he gets the HBO max, you know, because of it. Cause he's, right. he's still, he's still using Comcast as his main provider for his television and stuff, but he does have Ruku and all. And he, and he does get the plus and all. And he goes, yeah, he goes, I got to see it at South Park. But he goes, this I can't see because I don't have this thing. And he couldn't think of it. It took him, took him a while. We we're talking about it. And finally he said Paramount Plus. I'm like, well, I have Paramount Plus. So let's let's take a look. And sure enough, right. just the first episode was there. Um, th- This is probably – these guys are, are Matt Parker or Trey – Matt Matt Parker Matt, and Trey Stone. Yeah, Matt Parker and Trey Stone. Probably their two smartest – entertainers that i can think of they are i'll be honest they are very underrated very underrated with their with their wit and their brain and how they see things i mean because i can go ahead ahead. (laughs) go ahead you finish well no no i was like i'm like because some of the stuff they have is brilliant i mean go back to just the show itself some of the satire that they do is is incredible and when you see like you know, the first time they did the movie you know um the south park longer bigger and uncut it it was just kind of just genius almost in a way that i mean the goddamn movie's nominated for an oscar <laughs> like <laughs> it goes to show you that they're actually know how to do something and i don't care what anybody says basketball is hysterical <laughs> <laughs> And orgasmo, I like orgasmo too. But yeah, so so how was? And I did see the first two COVID specials they had with uh, 
what's his what's uh stan is it kyle's dad i think yeah. it is um you know being a pot farmer you know well so, that's that's the thing like it picks up basically decades later after that like episodes okay you know which is it's so bizarre to, to think about but it's like they put the forethought of like the future and like what each character because not just the four of them like every character like how they right. look because you could you could see them and you go oh my god I, that's this character that character you know the goth right. characters they're, there they are you know smart enough to know okay like if this was real life and we were going to age them up to, to be like middle age what do you think they would look like like mm-hmm. would you figure this person would have gotten fat maybe you know carmen would have gotten either fatter or gone to like super mode diet you know like they're Something like lost hair, like the the widow's right. peak type of thing. Some of the guys uh-huh. had and all that kind of thing. So it was like it was that thing where it just like they, they they didn't just look like adult versions of them. Like like you know, and you they had the subtle nuances of their coats and stuff that they would wear in the show. So you kind of could get who they were. But you know, like because it's like like they're real adults, so you're not going to really see the kid in them. You know, like so much. Right. But then after you hear their voices and you're going, oh my god, I could hear the tones. Like that Scott Malcolm. Wilkinson, which which everybody right. knows, like I'm Scott Malkinson. I have a right. this and I have diabetes, and so he was a priest, you know, you know, at one point, and it's like, and like, like you know, Kenny didn't speak through the whole thing, and, and you know, like type of thing, and I won't, I won't give it away what happens to everybody, but the the idea is like they they separated because of that COVID episode when they were kids, and sure. they're coming back together because of someone last thing that that happened and you know gotcha. that's that's the thing that you know drives them to uh uh you know get together and you know as something happens to one of the cast people and they they have to you know figure out why and you know and of course they're not talking to each other so it's just back and forth but like some of it was just like it's just so outrageous you were like oh my god like like they it's just the thought like some of the stuff like it was just unbelievable they have alexa in it and Alexa is an actual person. <laughs> it's a, it's like a computer aided, uh, you know, uh, 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 image type of thing, but it's a person. Because like, there's one part where he's, you know, uh, one of them's like, Alexa, pause it, you know, uh, and he's like, Alexa, Alexa, and she comes out from the other room. And she's like, what? She's like, pause it. So he she picks up her remote and pauses it. <laughs> And she's and she's like rewind it ten seconds. She's she's like God damn it. She's like rewind. Like it's like somebody telling you telling somebody what to do. But it's like it's a lack of that. It was it to me was hilarious because it, it was good. And I was like oh man. And it was just it, it's it it, may, it really makes fun of like things that were going on and like some of the stuff you kind of get like where it was like futuristic like type of thing. And then some things. You, you, I think they modeled stuff off of movies. There's one thing I still can't figure out. There's some people wearing these metal hats that are like, um, kind of like the old knights when they would take off their helmets and they had to have that chainmail, uh, okay. wrap around their head where their face you could see their face, but the rest of it's that chainmail, like that gray color, uh, type right. of thing. That's what they look like, and you're going. But they don't explain anything. You know, you, you, you point things out and you're like, oh, my God, because they had wonders of Chinese woman, an Asian woman, geisha woman eating stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Blade Runner. They're 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 poking fun of Blade Runner because right, okay. it's a big billboard like type of thing and all. 
And then there's 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 some other stuff too that you you would see like they had the flying cars, the police cars, like in Blade Runner, and there was some other stuff I just can't remember now that were like, oh my god, that's from this movie or or from this show or something like that. You you know, so you pick out like futuristic things and all. And of course, they're like making fun of stuff because like you know we're in the future, so now like they're you know eating cattle's bad, so now you have to eat like these like byproducts. And it's like we know, and it's like now that's the future. We found out that bugs have high protein, so. <laughs> you know, so they're like we now and then there's like the doorbell it's like i'm the doorbell someone's here and it's the future we the doorbell sings for some reason and then, and the person's like walking to the door like yeah i know like it's the future but it's just funny just if it, i can't put it in perspective the way they can you have to watch it yourself so if you get to see it it's worth a watch right. it's called post-covid for south park um that's about it. I mean, I did pick up a few things from Dollar Tree. Uh, they're having a new run of, of movies, but uh, I can't remember what they were. <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, so um, that's about it. I mean, I said, like I said, uh, decorating and that. And, uh, and, and, oh, and, and one last thing is I finally, like today is Sunday. We usually po- we do these shows on Sunday. And uh, I finally post the show from last week. So. <laughs> oh, okay. So. <laughs> Hey, guess what? You can actually download this. Sh- well, I was going to say, like, I feel like we're doing it live. You can actually download last week's show right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's things. All these things were happening, you know. Uh, sure. uh, you know, because we also had a, a cat appointment, and that's that's always fun with the cat to get her rabies shot and all, and right. uh, you know, tell you things. So things kind of slowed down, and you know, we had things going on. So by the time I was actually going, I write the. Sh- I think I've. I think I've. I wrote the the. Sh- uh, the show description on Friday and then it's like, Oh, I got to get, you know, edited out and make sure it's written correctly. And then I just did it today <laughs> before the, right before we aired. So I was like, you know, for a couple hours before we aired, I did it. And there you go. Done. So. Well, nothing wrong with that. Yep. How about right. you, sir? What did you do this week? Um, well, actually I did some movie shopping cause okay. You have black Friday and then you have cyber Monday and very rarely do I take advantage of anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not much of an online buyer. I mean, as far as like buying a package and having it delivered to me, because I'm always afraid I'm never going to be home for it. Um, but I, since I celebrate Hanukkah and I celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, the last night of Hanukkah is tonight. So last week I got my first night of Hanukkah. I got it as a gift card, like a hundred dollar gift card for Amazon. Hmm. I mean, a, a Visa gift card. I'm like, all right, you know what? That's cool. That's awesome. Fucking A. And then I'm like, okay, well, so let me let me see what's out there as far as movies wise go, because I, I wanted to like get you know like I wanted to um, take advantage of it. Um, since we were since we Stacy and I already exchanged gifts, I got her like um, a gift card for like massage and some charms for her Pandora bracelet. Uh, she bought me. I think we talked about it, respect, injustice, and free guy. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, so I bought myself uh, Nobody, because I like that movie. Um, it was on sale for like 10 bucks on Amazon. I'm like, all right, I can go for that. And then I finally broke down, and I finally bought this. And I'm not saying it in a kind of hard way. It's it's the John Hughes like High School 3 packets. It's Breakfast Club, Pretty uh, Sweet 16, uh, 16 Candles, I'm sorry, and uh, Weird Science. Mm. Came together as a bundle digital code and all that and it's like the 30th anniversary of breakfast club and and like they have like these little vignettes on the discs of like 
hey, they, and they have almost everybody talking about the movies that they're in and, you know, the origins of the Brat Pack and all that kind of stuff. And it was it was interesting. And I was like, well, you know what? Those three movies, well, Breakfast Club and Weird Science were like kind of a staple to watch when I was a teenager in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, they just kind of spoke to me. I mean, you know, the the Breakfast Club, you know, them being in detention and then the weird sides, how wacky and crazy and over the top that is, you know, it's just, it's just, but I've never bought them. And I, you would, you're like, well, Sean, why not? I mean, those are such a, and the reason honestly is because I've seen them so many times. I just felt like, what's the point of buying them? They're Mm -hmm. etched in my brain, you know, like I don't need to have that on a shelf to have the memories of it, but it was 10 bucks. I'm like 10 bucks. Because it was it was a Cyber Monday sale, I'm like, you know what? For ten dollars, I get the three movies. I get them all digital. I get you know nobody for like another ten bucks. I'm like, you know what? I could spend twenty dollars for some digital for you know, take advantage of Cyber Monday. Something I don't normally do, and it just it was just a little something. Now, of course, and me being me, I waited till like the very last minute, like eleven fifty five on Monday, like five <laughs> minutes before it's over. I'm going send. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, let me make sure I buy it now so I don't lose out. Because in my head, I'm afraid it's, like it's going to turn 1201 and all of a sudden the prices are going to go back up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was like, that, so I bought them and they came in sooner than later. And I was watching like the behind the scenes stuff. And that was fun and all. I haven't, you know, but I've been also watching, rewatching the Spider-Man movies. Because um, I don't know if you've seen the trailers for the new Spider-Man movie. It looks awesome. It's yes. probably going to get spoiled for me because I'm not going to be going able to go opening weekend because of work. Because I'm hoping that maybe I can just avoid some spoilers until maybe like a day that Stacey and I have off and we can go to like an early show or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Christmas Day. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, But so I've been going back and I've been re-watching the Spider-Man movies. And I've, I've watched you know, the, the Tobey Maguire trilogy. Um, the third one. It was all right. Again, the Venom stuff didn't really work. Um, I find it funny that I didn't know who she was at the time, but Dallas Bryce Howard plays Gwen Stacy in it, and she's in it for a little bit. And she's normally a redhead, which I find funny. Is like, well, you guys could have probably hired her to play Mary Jane, but instead you have her dye her hair blonde. And I honestly, I've always thought she was really pretty anyway, and she was just I think her better as a redhead than a blonde. I was like, oh my god, I completely forgot it was her. Like now she's gone, you know, she's the director, she's an actor, she kind of does it all now at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, she kind of came a long way and Tover Grace is, you know, Eddie Brock. I'm like, I didn't mind it. I mean, Venom technically is in it for like all of 10 minutes and they don't even call him Venom. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, then I watched the Andrew Garfield stuff. Um, I, I was a little... I, I don't think it bothered me as much this time around. I think he did make a pretty decent, um, I think a pretty decent Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, but as Spider-Man still gave me problems. I don't really feel like he actually ever learned that great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. And, and in the second movie, I get kind of pissed off at Emma Watson's Gwen Stacy because at the end, big fight between Spider-Man and Electro and she is insistent upon doing the thing that eventually gets her killed and it irritates me because she gets like 
it kind of goes against character type almost in the movie because normally she's like, yeah, she's kind of stubborn and steadfast, but she actually kind of almost screams at him like, I'm doing this, kind of like almost bite me. Fuck you, I'm doing this. You're not going to stop me. And eventually gets her killed. You know, and and I haven't seen it in a very long time. And honestly, I think the only time I ever really watched it was in the movie theaters. Um, I bought it because it's a Spider-Man movie and I felt like I, I it had to be part of my collection and I figure one day I'd get around to watching it again and I did. That that final scene where where Pete catches her and she I never really realized how hard they make her smack her head on the floor. <laughs> like 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 I, I remember watching the movie theaters like, oh, that's how they were gonna do it? And like again, I thought, you know, like in the comic books, spoilers, um same situation except it's on the broken bridge Gwen's falling Spider-Man grabs her by like her waist and stops her but her her downward momentum arcs her back and makes her snap her neck and you never really know if it was the fall or the stop that you know like in midair that eventually killed her but either way Pete's always felt guilty about it but in this version she's falling and he saves her but then he slips and he holds it and she is stopped like pretty much like a foot off of the ground. But again, her momentum makes her slam the back of her head and go onto the, onto the ground. And I'm like, I mean, even at home, I was like, Ooh, fuck. I like, I rewound it. And I was like, I don't remember it being that brutal. I was like, <laughs> Whoo shit. They didn't, they didn't pull any punches. There was no, Oh, she'll be fine. You know? <laughs> she'll just have a bit of a headache. I mean, they even accented it with a little blood coming out of her nose. I'm like, oh, geez, they really—that's harsh. <laughs> but I wasn't—I was like, that's harsh. But I also kind of wasn't—I was more mad. I was like, well, bitch, did it to yourself. You had to be defying. You had to be like, I'm going to do this myself. Screw you. I don't need you. I don't need nobody. And you wind up dead. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And then last night, I, I well, I watched Homecoming. The night I'm in the Tom Holland era, and I'm like halfway through um, Far From Home. So I, last night, I, I what do you call it? Uh, sorry, I fell asleep because it was like late at night when I started watching it. So I got to the part where um, um, Mysterio is going to basically be like, we did it. We, we suckered. We got the glasses. You know? Huh. I'm always just more, with that movie, I'm just more, first I was, in Homecoming, I was I enjoyed just how well Michael Keaton chews the scenery. Like I get to kind of watch it this time and just be able to enjoy like little things he does. Right. Um, like when he starts piecing together in the car that Peter Parker Spider Man before any like just right out the gate. Uh, I was like, that's smart how he kind of passively aggressively threatens him, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right. And then watching Far From Home, um. First of all, I think Zendaya is... I didn't see it in the far, but I think she's kind of genius in her comedic timing. Uh, she's pretty sarcastic, and I, I like that. But, I, again, I'm always just staring at it going, I can't believe they pulled Mysterio off. Right. Like, to me, that was like fishbowl head. How are you going to pull that off? And and you do it, and I'm like, hey, it actually kind of works. And I'm so it makes me, like, really excited for the, the third one if and when I get to see it. Um, however... We were doing that, and Stacey and I started watching a show on Netflix called True Story. It's a Kevin Hart show. Mm -hmm. It's a limited run where he goes home. He plays a – it's kind of like hyper-realistic because he plays a comedian called The Kid, and he's an up-and-coming star, and he's in a superhero movie that's like made a billion dollars, and he goes home 
to his family to do a concert and his older brother who's played by Wesley Snipes is kind of like that leechy older brother that you know you you always hear the story about how the older brother's kind of a scumbag and mooches off the younger brother mm. and gets kind of resentful for it well there's kind of a little bit of attention there and and in but it takes like this dark turn where like Kevin Hart I'm not going to spoil it. like he he does something you're like oh my god how the f- why like holy shit and and it it's something like I'm there's only like six or seven episodes I think and I'm like really into it because I didn't expect it it's not like funny at all there's some like haha moments like when him Kevin Hart's like busting on with his crew or like they're the jokes are intentional it's not like a slap to comedy it's like real like friends being friends but it's fascinating but it's it's more serious and it's really really good um there's that um so if you get a chance check out true story with uh kevin hart on netflix um but then Ed, i do have to we gotta talk serious for a minute though <laughs> <laughs> stacy's not in the room and i'm it's i, I really i hes- i'm hesitant to talk about it because i feel like she would probably slap the headphones on and get in to defend herself Okay. Because <laughs> and she is my wife, and I love her. I'm 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 in it till the end. Um, I'm gonna go back to that though, because I converged. I'm looking at my notes, and I realized that I forgot to mention that what I found fascinating about all the Spider-Man movies is that both Spider-Man and their respective partner in the movie are dating. Like when 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 Tobey Maguire was dating Kirsten Dunst during his filming era, Andrew Garfield and Emma, Tom, Emma Stone were an item during their movies and Zendaya and Tom Holland are an item. I find huh. that fascinating. Huh. Just, you know, a little bit of timid information there. Anyway, let's go back to the, so, uh, you know, we've talked about it in the past. My wife wasn't a big fan of princess bride. Uh-huh. You know, I, you kind of move on. You go like, look, the movie's not for everybody. It's an eighties movie. She's, you know, born in the nineties. So it's not, maybe just a, just a little bit out of her reach of realm. Uh, she said she didn't find it funny, you know, okay, whatever. I still love her. I'm willing to, you know, right. move on with that. However, my wife decided to watch die hard this week. And she said it was, okay. she's not right out the gate. She's never really been like an, a heavy action movie person. Uh, uh-huh. So she kind of had some issues with the movie as a whole. Uh-huh. Um, so she kind of is kind of like meh about it, which I'm like, eh, all right. But she says it's not a Christmas movie. <gasps> Leave her now. <laughs> I was like, your honor. <laughs> uh, now, here's her, here's, her, here's her reasoning. Now, the reason why I feel like it's a Christmas movie, it takes place during Christmas time. Um, the situation that is set up could only happen if you're at an office Christmas party, which happens to be during Christmas time. So that is the core of why I believe it's a, it's a Christmas movie. Plus, fucking say Merry Christmas, and there's Christmas like I have a machine gun now. Ho, ho, ho. Right. Fucking right there. She says that it's not a Christmas movie because there is no feel-good Christmas message in the movie. And I'm like, well, the message is there. Don't fuck with John McClane. Like, that's <laughs> a clear it's a clear, it's a clear, message. You know, he has a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Like, you know, and, and she also thought, too, was that, you know, most Christmas movies, by the end, 
somebody learns something and it's a feel good movie and it's like you know the Christmas spirit has come through the movie and everyone's happy in the end I'm like well I mean everyone's kind of happy at the end except maybe for Hans like <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm like <laughs> and she also and I can't blame her for this because she since she's never seen the movie and it's the first time seeing it she's thought you know like for years the whole yippee ki motherfucker she expected that to have more of an impact than it did in the original movie because it's a throwaway line yeah he you know and it's a, it, I'm like well it's, it's kind of a throwaway line but they go back to it at the end when Hans tries to say it, and they all laugh and that's when you know he gets you know he's his guards down and what's his face shoots him in the head and it shoots him in the you know shoots him in the gut and you fall I'm like it does kind of come back and but I'm like it's not really until this like she's used to when you see action movies of the 80s there's the you know one liner like she, you know where it's like you know like oh, uh, I used to meet you she thinks that you're doomed those kind of one liners right and, and I was like well I'm like technically you know he did make four other movies after this and you know she's like well none of them do they all have anything to do with the other I'm like not really I mean one in three do but only because Hans has a brother she's like well they didn't mention that in the movie I'm like because they didn't know they were going to be making sequels <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean had had they had like an like yeah we're going to have a, a six movie arc with John McClane because we think this movie is going to be a hit <laughs> maybe they might have alluded that he had a brother but it makes the the surprise in the third one a little bit more like, oh, that's why he's got a personal gripe against John. You know, like right. you get it. Um, it helps drive the movie, but <clears throat> she's like, so she always thought like the Yubikaya was more of a, of a thing, and I was like, well, I'm like in the second movie, he does kind of say that and lights a, a a thing fire, and the fire shoots up to a plane, and the plane blows up. She's like, now that's what I expected to happen in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, it. I'm like, it didn't because the formula didn't exist until this movie you know the the uh, over the top action and and the guy who shouldn't be there has to kind of rise above and like she's like i know and she gets kind of annoyed me she's like i know i know you say it all the time I'm like all right she's also annoyed she's like she got she's like i did get very nitpicky about, about something she said um the one year you were kind enough and you got me the uh twas the night before christmas like the whole die hard thing uh-huh. uh the book Right. In fact, I, mean, I have to get ready to once again read it this year. That's right. Um, it's a tradition. Of the year. Tradition where I read the book. Um, I think it's around here somewhere. But Stacy was was trying to find, I don't know where the doll is, because it came with the book and the doll, and then he's got the hose wrapped around him. Right. And he's he's got like a little suction cup thing so you can put it on something. I don't know where it's at. I'm sure it's in the same general vicinity of where the book's at, because it just seems ridiculous that I wouldn't keep the two of them together. Right. But she's watching the movie and Bruce Willis, character starts off, you know, he's in a wife beater, no shoes. And then when he does the, you know, when he does the big stunt of with the, with the, you know, jumping off the edge of the side of the building with the fire hose, he's shirtless and shoeless. Mm-hmm. She is trying to find the doll because she doesn't know if the doll is shirtless. She's like, cause if it's, if he's wearing his, wife beater shirt then there's a continuity error <laughs> and that, that they should completely recall that whole thing she got like really really i guess you know very petty about it <laughs> she's like she's like i got she's like she's like for a moment like i actually paused the movie to try to find it 
Because that's how aggravated I was. I thought, like, I was mad. And <laughs> she eventually, like, stopped herself. She thought eventually her rational side of her brain went, this is ridiculous. Let me continue watching the movie. She's like, but for good, like, ten minutes, she was digging around trying to find the John McClane part of the, the, the thing so she can either confirm that he has or has not a shirt on. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's a toy. I don't think it really matters. Like, I don't, I don't remember. And I was like, it's, it's like, I'm like, I'm sure you'll find it sooner or later. <laughs> like, and I'm like, if we do, we'll put it in, we'll hang it up in the tree. No, we're not. It's not a Christmas movie. I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> You could you could tell the toy is a montage of the whole movie with her the hose wrapped around and the wife beater, and the right. Yeah, I, I'm not even going to bother. I'm just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just happy she's seen it. I don't. I, I guarantee you, she ain't seen the other ones. You know, because she's like, I'm one and done. It's like I've seen the one that everyone talks about. I don't need to see. It. I'm like, she's like, I don't understand why they made other movies when clearly there it was done at the end of this movie i'm like yeah but you know just like anything else they didn't know the movie the movie like raked in like hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars and there were the moment that happens you go sequel right <laughs> like like the movie lasted pretty much like shit i think it went from i think it was like a july opening movie and it lasted up until christmas it was a good six months in the movie theaters which I realize today is unheard of because everyone wants to win opening box office. And then, like, fucking, I think right now, I think No Time to Die is video on demand at the moment. You right. know, like, the legitimate came out last month or three months ago. Not even that. You know, so it's like a lot of people don't realize that there was a time where movies stayed in a theater until they weren't making any more money. You know, they you know, see how much blood they can get out of that stone. And if it was a hit, they just kept playing it. Like, I I saw it six times in the theaters. Like, it, and it wasn't like I didn't see it every week. I saw it maybe like every other week, <laughs> you know? No Time to Die was released October 8th, 2021. Right, and I believe it was video on demand like three weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago. And it's yeah, going to come started. out, it's coming out on Blu-ray and DVD very soon. Right, so... Nowadays, it's they, they pump this out like you know, it's like a printing press, like, shh, 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 shh. but back in the day, it was since there was no like other me outside media other than movie theater and then renting it on video and then eventually buying it on video, but that would have taken sometimes up to a year or two years at that. So at the time, it was like you know, you could go to movie theaters and be like, okay, I'm gonna watch Die Hard it now, and then like uh, three weeks later, go back and watch Die Hard again. and it was still a packed theater because word of mouth and it just had this longevity. It, it, it was a, a thing. Right. You know, nowadays, if I said I saw a movie six times, it was because I watched it six times in my house. Like, <laughs> right, because I have HBO. Or something. <laughs> right, I have HBO or I watched it on Netflix or, you know, like I have it on video. It's like, hey, you know, I'll watch it again. Or like, I'll watch all these. I'm going to watch the same movie for six days straight. Look, I watched it six times. Like, you know, it, it's just, it was just a different time back then. And at the time, like no one knew that Die Hard was going to be such a big hit until it became a big hit. And then it's like, we sequelize this. Right. And then, it, you know, the second, I tried, I tried going like, well, the second one takes place in a movie theater, in a movie theater, in an airport. And, you know, that's where the big, you know, we become a motherfucker explosion thing happens. And then the third movie, it's Hans's brother. They, I didn't know he had a brother. Well, no one knew he had a brother until the third movie. 
it's not like he's gonna give his whole life detail. Like right, I have a brother. Right. He's oh, gonna... as he's falling out. Just wait till my brother finds out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like, oh shit. Why is that not the second movie? <laughs> I was like, I was like, they just didn't know. Like, why? I didn't know he had a brother. Like, well, no one knew he had a brother until the third movie. Until he said, "Hey, I'm not his brother." Oh shit! Now I know why he's got. You know, I'm like, and the fourth one was just, you know, it was trying to bring John McClane into the 21st century, and then he's got a a, a son. Well, it was actually more about his daughter, and then the last one was about his son. Right. Like. I'm like, so it's kind of like that's why they keep him around. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if he's making another one. Probably at some point. But I was like, yeah, that was uh, – I was like – I was happy that she saw it. I'm a little disappointed that she doesn't see it as a Christmas movie. But, uh, you know, each his own. You know what I mean? Right. It, she's, sometimes I think she's genuinely not going to want to agree with me because she doesn't want to agree with me because she hates when I'm right about anything. <laughs> like a typical wife yes <laughs> you know so it's like all right well it is what it is like i mean one day maybe she'll watch rocky but she's really holding out now and she's fighting tooth and nail like you know we got nothing to do you can watch rocky i'm not watching that movie you can they're right downstairs no i don't that's too much work i'll buy it digitally don't don't threaten me with that room. <laughs> like, I will buy him digitally right now, Missy. <laughs> I could have it digitally right now. <laughs> right. I'm sure it's on sale. We can bundle it all up. The only thing I'd be disappointed on is I, the, the whole, you know, Drago versus Rocky cut that came in the theaters recently. I'm like, I wonder if that's going to come out in video soon. Because <laughs> I'm like, what more could they have done with that movie? Because... Like, I, I don't I don't get it. It seemed kind of cut and dry. You know, Ivan kills Apollo, then fights Rocky on his home turf, and Rocky, you know, montages his way through, like, nature and all that, while Ivan's all, like, roided out and high-tech and big fight. And at the end, Rocky unites the world, or two nations, by <laughs> beating the crap out of another guy. If I could change, you could change, you all could change, and... Change is good, and it got change in my pocket. It goes jingle jangle. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. as as you're talking, I'm 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 on Voodoo right now, and uh, uh, you can buy the whole Rocky collection, one through five, and uh, Rocky Balboa for fifty bucks. Right. Um, individual movies looks like they're running for fifteen dollars a piece. And you can also get for fifteen dollars the the uh, uh, the new version of it. The new the, version of Rocky Three, Rocky Four. Yeah, the Ultimate Director's Cut, the Rocky Four, oh, okay. Rocky versus Draco. Kind of cool. So you can you know get that, but that's not a part of the package though. So of course not, because you know no one thought about that. So, right. You know, like oh, we can repackage something and recut it, and then people will buy it. Yeah, yeah, they will. Fuck it. What do we got? Like, uh, like I'm waiting for the director's cut of uh, Batman Forever. Apparently, it's three hours and it's darker. <laughs> Schumacher yeah. cut. The Schumacher cut, exactly. Or the David Ayer's cut of his Suicide Squad, because he says that's not the movie he made. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of interested in seeing that. Why not? I, I'd see but, it. I'd watch it just to see what it was, what his vision was. Right. Then a part of me is like, well. 
if HBO Max is losing subscriptions, subscriptions, they'll do it. <laughs> the um, uh, the uh, Rocky uh, Drago versus Ultimate Cut here is has four featurettes too. If you wanted that for fifteen dollars, so there you go. Yes, Though I'll probably wait for it to come out on Blu-ray and DVD and digital. Then, <laughs> right, right. I'll wait till I can actually buy it in the stores and have it on my like on a shelf. Because I do have the Rocky films already on Blu-ray. I just don't have them. They didn't come as a digital copy because back then I don't. It was like uh, not thought of. Yeah, I don't think it was thought of back then. It was more of a, hey, here's all your movies. Like the Godfather trilogy that I have is Godfather one, two, and three, and there's no digital copy with it. And I keep waiting for them to, if they get a chance to maybe like re-release them in a better cut or a better thing, maybe I'll buy it. Mm. But every once in a while, I kind of circle around the. Oh, here's the whole trilogy for twenty dollars, and I'm like, well, that's really good. But then the moment I open it up, it's Godfather One, Godfather Two, and then the new cut of Godfather Three. Right. And I'm like, well, fuck you, I don't want that one. I want the original Godfather Three because, and this sounds very superficial, because the covers are very similar. Like, like it's like you know, it's like a white background. One's got Don Vito Corleone, the other one's got Michael Corleone as a young man, and the third one's got Michael Corleone as an old man. Uh-huh. Like, they all look nice together. But now they got this, you know, it's like the two ones are all the white. It's like Don Corleone, uh, Vito Corleone, Michael Corleone, and then Michael Corleone again. But it's it's like a red thing. And I'm like, it just doesn't look as right. It just doesn't look as like it should be part of the packaging. So part of me, I'm kind of like pissed at Voodoo because it's like, well, why not just have the bundle as the original bundle and then sell the fucking the other one by itself? Because, you know, no one did it. I'm like, yeah. It just uh, it's I'm nitpicking. It's first world problems, is what it is. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, that's I'm trying to think of anything else. That's pretty much else. That's what I've done. Um, I did some video gaming. Not a lot, to be honest. Um, I finished. Uh, I told you I finished Guardians of the Galaxy. I finished uh, Judgment, the Yakuza movie, the Yakuza game spinoff. Uh-huh. Um. Really good. Like I normally, I don't really go into the Yakuza games, or I find them very hard to, to play. Um, but something about the story just kept me engrossed to be like wanting to see how it played out because it's like a murder, it's like a mystery, and he's trying to solve a, a crime, and he's kind of like a lawyer who becomes a private detective, and then he goes back into the courtroom one more time to help out. It was, and it's really, it's kind of, it, I don't say compelling is not really a good term, but. It kept me interested enough to be in, to keep playing because I was like, well, I, I kind of want to see who the killer is. I kind of want to see who the bad guy is. And I want to I see how this all plays out. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed it. The ending was, was long because like, once they get to that part where it's like, okay, just so you know, you're uh, at the end game and there's no save feature at this point. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, how, what's the big deal? And it was like two hours later and I'm like, fuck. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, you guys are killing me here. Like it's like already twelve o'clock at night, and I'm like, ah, because I'm thinking, okay, well, what, so I gotta, you know, do this one last thing, and it's no, it's, it's like a a, a bunch of things that happen all at once, and it's, it builds up all this tension, and I'm like, you guys are killing me here. I'm already tired, and now I'm like on the edge of my seat trying to play a fucking video game just to find out who the killer is, and then, you know, I'm like you gotta be batch. Fuck no way. I'm like, well, who's that person? And I was like, oh my god, like. And <laughs> like it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm going, oh, that was really, really good. I'm so tired though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there's a sequel. There's a, a sequel to it called Lost Judgment. And I'm like, well, 
can I can I do it again? I don't know if I want to, because um, I'm I'm still playing Far Cry Six, and I'm like maybe I should not buy a game until I'm done this, because I feel like uh, um, I don't feel like I'm anywhere near close to finishing that. I'm like plus I also got the season pass, which I think has content until March. I'm like well, I could fucking take my time. Why I gotta rush playing through Far Cry Six? When I can just you know dabble here and dabble there, mm-hmm. as long as as long as I can remember what I need to do, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's that was my my week, Ed. That's right. my week. Uh, so, what else you got? What what's coming out? Okay, release of the week's kit. Here we go. Uh, Cry Macho is coming out uh, this week. The uh, 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 Clint Eastwood movie. Uh, so uh, I never, yeah. I never heard of that movie. All right, you never heard of it. It's, the, it's like his newest release. I think he's directed it and he's actually starring in it. Okay, uh, it's called Cry Match. It's like a, a western type of movie. Gotcha. Uh, so uh, yeah, so uh, a lot of people liked it. So there you go. Oh, okay, I was, uh, like, I, was, I was gonna say I hope it's good because you don't. I mean, he's up there. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to. I I would hate to lose Clint Eastwood and, and it being like his last movie that he directed is a shit movie. <laughs> you know, I directed myself in this movie, and it's me playing as a crossdresser who has to travel cross country to rescue his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> that I, that would be Academy Award winning. <laughs> I don't, I don't I care what you would never, A crossdressing. I, <laughs> I mean, and I'm not saying that as as any kind of disparaging thing to any cross-dressed or transvestite thing it's just the idea of clint eastwood at like 90 fucking five the 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 picture guy of macho through the 70s 80s and most of the 90s oscar winner director comes out in his last role is he's playing a, a a transvestite or or a drag queen of some sort i'd be like get the fuck out of here Especially ultra conservative right wing, right crazy head head of the NRA at this point, I think guy that he is to be like, yeah, I want to do a, a, a progressive movie about you know how we can all come together, and I'm going to be a drag queen macho man that has to go save his daughter from drug users or something, <laughs> you know, like Death Wish and drag. I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, make my day. You know, I was dressed up in all these pearls and all the excitement. I forgot to count how many bullets I had. <laughs> you, you made me chip a nail. Sorry, just in my head, you see him in like a him with like the big granny pearl necklace, and like and not even like a good, well put together drag queen, like the kind of the sloppy drag queen, you know, the kind of the kind of like like throws on women's lingerie and thinks that's passes. Right. Maybe he's got fake eyelashes and he's got blush on his cheeks, but it's caked on so that it, he looks almost clownish. And like his lipstick's kind of smeared because he's been punching people and getting hit in the face. And at the end, he's standing there with like a three fifty seven Magnum standing over a person. The 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 negligee or whatever he's wearing is like 
off the shoulder a little bit, <laughs> and he's he's just standing there, his hair's all messed up because he lost the wig like 15 minutes ago and in a huge fight with the bad guy, you know, uh-huh. and he's just standing there all mean and dry pant, and he's like, you know what I hate the most is you made me chip a nail. <laughs> 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 People are just like, oh my god, it's 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 brilliant and it's genius. It makes such a statement. And br- how brave of Clint Eastwood to come out with this movie and other people are going, he lost his goddamn mind. Just <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, let's be honest, that's the reason why. Because if he's, it's not really the movie itself; it's the controversy that will go behind it. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that that would sell it. Clint Eastwood in drag in his last and final movie. Go ahead. Clutch my pearls, something I don't know. <laughs> oh boy! But outside of that, Ed, what else is coming out in video? Uh, then we have uh, the Karate Kid. These are all 4Ks, by the way. I'm sorry. The Karate Kid collection is coming out in 4K this uh, week. Uh, so the, not the not the series that's on Netflix, but the original movies. That inspired that series. Is it is it all of just Ralph Macchio's, or does it bring in um, what's her face, um, Hillary Swank, and uh, we call it uh, Will's kid, Willow Smith, not Will Smith, uh, Jaden Jaden Smith. Good, <laughs> good question. Good Sean. question. Wow, I threw the curveball on our new releases of the week, Sean. Thanks for fucking that up for me. Well, you know what's you know what's sad is is that fact is is that the um uh, the uh the I set it up with so I can click on links just in case those questions come up. Uh-huh. That's the only one I don't have a link to. <laughs> Damn you, Sean! <laughs> um, it looks like uh, let's see. I'm trying to find one real fast here to bring this up. It uh, might just—I mean, it's probably just the Ralph Macchio stuff. I can. Okay, it's let... it's got uh, yeah one, two, and three is basically it's a three movie set. Yeah, so it's the original three with him in it. Uh, Ralph Macchio is in it. One, two, and three. Yeah, because four is basically, um, yeah, like you said, uh, it's, it's the retelling of it except with Hilary Swank as the lead. Yes. Now I'm not I'm not throwing any shade that way because I've never seen it, but apparently that's the one Stacy goes to. That's her Karate Kid. Really? Yeah, I mean, and and I'm like, I, it makes sense because I think that was out in the mid '90s. So as a kid and as a girl, it's probably right up her alley, you know. Uh, you know, I'm like, okay, all right. I'm like the the I thought the reboot with Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith. I thought it was okay. I didn't hate it. Um, I was there more for Jackie Chan as Mr. Miyagi than anything else. It was it was all right. I didn't. It's nothing that'd be like, Edge, you got to see that new Karate Kid. Oh, my God, it's amazing. I mean, it was so amazing. They did nothing to it afterwards. <laughs> well, I, I actually, I saw the I saw that Karate Kid, and I was not a major fan. I mean, I, I again, it was for Jackie Chan. <laughs> right. It's, it's entertaining enough because you got Jackie Chan in it. But outside of that, after that, it movie just went nowhere. Like they was like, Yeah, we remade it and you're like, Oh, they're gonna reboot the series. Now we're just doing the first one. Are you? Because I get a feeling that there's a bigger plan there and it just didn't pan out because people started to realize that maybe Jaden Smith should find something other work outside of being Will Smith's skid. Right. You know. I mean it went so as far as Will Smith actually made a movie with him and his son to star in 
and then, spoiler, they kill off Will Smith in like in the first maybe twenty minutes of the movie. That <laughs> that after Earth thing. <laughs> you know? he, he didn't die. He didn't die. No, he was I'm, just hurt. He's just severely hurt, and then severely hurt. So it's like, oh, I'm so hurt, but I can't. I can't go on this adventure with you. Go get help or right. help me, and then I'll just wait here, and then I'll show up at the. You come back at the end of the movie. Right. You know. <laughs> Apparently, they were communicating to each. He was like stuck on the ship because he was. Uh-huh. He couldn't move or he couldn't be mobile, so he had to, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, he had to talk him through everything. Talk him through everything. Right. Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. It was. It was not a. Uh, it was not. It wasn't, it wasn't good. <laughs> no. It wasn't good, and I think that was the last thing he acted in. Because <laughs> everyone collectively went, "Stop! Just stop!" Well, now he's in the fashion, so that's you know. Geez. That's fine. Yeah. You know hey, he I, found his spot. There you go. He found his. He found his groove, and that's that's important. You need to find your groove, and I, I wish Jaden Smith all the best, and I hope he's successful, just like his parents are. Uh, you know, I don't. Nothing, I have nothing bad to say about the kid at all, other than stop acting. And apparently, you did, and I'm proud of you. Move on. <laughs> fashion's your thing. Fashion's your thing. But you know what you don't do? Act. <laughs> I don't even know. I think he does music because I think he's on. Um, I think if memory serves me right, he is on the Spider-Man, the Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Okay. Uh, it was kind of electro pop music, like you know, definitely club mix kind of stuff, like like DJ kind of shit. And uh, it's not it's not horrible, it's not horrible. But I would think that you know, if your father is a, a musical artist, there something is sometimes rubs off on you. There's something in the DNA a little bit, right? Especially when your parents. I always tend to think if your parents are have enough disposable income. They sometimes let their kids do whatever the fuck they want to do, so they find their groove. And I feel like the Smiths' children are in that wheelhouse, right? Where it's like, Dad, today I want to be a drummer. Here, son, here's a drum set. Today, Daddy, I want to make pants. Here you go, son. Here's all the stuff that you're going to do. I brought some fashion designers in to help teach you how to do it. Go to town, right? You know, Dad, I want to become president. Okay, well, let's start. You know, like, <laughs> just, <laughs> just feel like, like. There's never, son. I don't think you can do that. Or Willow, I think maybe that's maybe you should avoid that. You know, it's always like, go for it. You never know. Right. And that's and that's encouraging as parents. I wish you know my parents. They always said, Sean, you could be anything else you wanted to be in the world. And I'm like, I would like the drum set. We're not getting you that. <laughs> <laughs> too big, too much noise. But here's well, a yeah. clarinet. Here, here's a clarinet. <laughs> I, I I don't want a clarinet. Well, you said you wanted to make music. No, I wanted to bang on drums. I don't want to, but, but, however, to this day, my favorite, one of my favorite parts in Ferris Bueller's is when he blow it on that clarinet. <laughs> Never had one lesson. <laughs> it always, if there's a little part of my soul going, I know exactly, it makes me laugh every time. A little, a little shot of me going, that's exactly what I used to do. <laughs> Hated it. Hated it. It was just like I, I, I wanted. I thought I might have been. Maybe, maybe I could have kept the time. Maybe I could have kept the beat. You know what I didn't want to do? Blowing this tube. Kind of, kind of. Hey, let's move on because that sounds terrible. <laughs> and <laughs> I got too many bad here, jokes for that. Here, one. Here's the reed. You put the little wood reed. You got you know, 
Get it all wet. Stop, stop, stop. 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 Dogs are around the block. You just see their heads tilt going, What the fuck's that noise? And I'm just sitting there just, just sitting there just trying. You know, oh look, here's the wax. Here's let me break it all down, put it in this case. You know, I my sister says she broke it. I don't remember that ever happening, but she says it did. It probably was for the better. You know, I wasn't I wasn't serious. She about couldn't it. stand it. I don't no, no. My sister has went on and she actually picked up the violin and enjoyed it and loved it and actually did, you know, went to be in the school band and all that kind of stuff. So she she clearly was the more musical one of the family. But I don't think I feel like I never got my proper start because my parents said no to the drum set, but they said yes to the violin. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, I I I live with a drummer, and I can tell you that your your parents made the right choice. <laughs> yeah, but now they have those like little pads that dull the sound, so I could have sat there and been like, or like, and they never would have known. <laughs> Never. Yeah. Till you took those pads off because you couldn't take it anymore, and you go, "I need to have, I need a banging sound. I need a look what I can do." It's like, oh right. shit! <laughs> or just sit there one day and just wait for people to talk and just go, "But a bump." <laughs> yeah, because that's <laughs> <laughs> doing rim shots just around the house. Hey, what's for dinner? But a bump. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Hey, yeah, yeah, let's move on. What's coming up? Uh, Krampus is also coming out on 4K. Okay, the uh, what's that time of year? Christmas movies. This yeah. one happens to be in the horror Christmas movie. Yes, and then uh, yep. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is also getting the 4K release. Really, I thought it had the 4K treatment already. All right. Yeah. I mean, look, I could be wrong. I, I I mistakenly think sometimes I think when they put something on Voodoo for 4K, it's like. Oh, okay, it's 4K now, and never realized they they punched it on disc. All right, good for them. Good for them. Good for them. All right, this is, these are getting Blu-ray releases. Street right. Fighter is getting a Blu-ray finally. What Street Fighter? <laughs> with with uh, uh, Raul Julia and John Claude Van Damme. I think you're getting a remastered one or like a repackaging one because I swear that was on Blu-ray for a long time. Well, as far as, as far as uh, as it's saying, it's telling me it's it's coming out for the first time. It is a steelbook okay. version, so maybe oh, okay. maybe, maybe it's steelbook. Yeah, right. There's some super special edition. Uh, also, uh, Beavis and Butthead Do America is also coming out on Blu-ray this week. So uh, okay, yeah. steelbook. No. Okay. No, just a regular Blu-ray. Uh, Rick and Morty uh, season five is being released this week on uh, Blu-ray and DVD. So if you want to catch those, okay. Uh, and that is it for uh, movies and TV. So let's uh, move on to video games. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy fourteen Endwalker, developed and published by Square Enix for the PS4, PS5, PC, and Mac, is coming out Tuesday, December seventh. Yeah, that's the expansion pack to the game. I hear it's uh can never get into it. Okay. <sighs> and then we have Gang Beasts developed by Bone Loaf and published by Double Fine Productions for the Switch and that's on Tuesday. Double Fine. 
That's coming out Tuesday, December seventh. That is, that's a uh, um, uh, basically it's it's like an online fight. Now I would say online fighting game, but I, it's the game has been out for quite some for a couple of years now. Um, they have this nice ragdoll kind of. Every once in a while, you'll find like clips on the video where the people are fighting each other, like some like dressed like tigers and stuff. It looks cute and it looks like a lot of fun, but it's it's a party game and you need like people over to have a good time or go online and fight against strangers. Okay. <laughs> Double five. Double five productions. All right. And then we got Heavenly Bodies developed and published by Two Point Interactive for the PS4, PS5, and PC. That's coming out Tuesday, December seventh. Is there a description of that game? Because all I think is when I hear when I hear Heavenly Bodies, I think there was a shitty R-rated teenage tit flick called Heavenly Bodies, where it was like, like I'm a lifeguard on this, on this, and and you know it's it's all like I remember the. No, I think it's Hard Bodies. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Heavenly Bodies movie. <laughs> okay. So you're not that far off. I think Hard Bodies was it was the cover of the video cassette was a girl in like a bikini and it had Hard Bodies in suntan lotion written across, across her like finely toned abs. <laughs> so the description I found here is discover the ever-changing nuances of weightless motion and heavily bodies a physically forced game on its way to the PlayStation 5 PlayStation 4 PC and Mac wrangle your hands and arms of cosmonauts and push and pull and twist your way through a precarious range of physical stimulated stellar sensations where without gravity nothing is still nothing is secure and nothing is simple so it's kind of like a, based on the pictures here, you're like in a capsule and you've got to move around and do different tasks and you're weightless and, you know, you're like trying to, you know, uh, get through the whole thing. So, okay. Sounds interesting. All right. All right. Then well, we have uh, Life is Strange, True Colors, developed by Deck 9 and published by Square Enix for the Switch. And that's coming out this uh, Tuesday, December 7th. For what system? The Switch. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, it's been out for the PS4, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, some of them, some of these, some of these. I, oh, when I announce them, I always give the actual systems of what days, and also that way. Yeah, you know. no, no, I was, I was, I was distracted by something in the room. I was okay. like, what? All right, all right. Uh, oh, next is uh, Spell Force Three Reinforced, developed by Gridmore. No, that just seems way too complicated as a title. <laughs> Yeah, Spell Force 2 Reinforced, developed by Gridmore Games and f- published by THQ Nordic for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series XX, and PC, and that's on Tuesday, December 7th. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have right. White Shadows, developed by Monocle, <laughs> published by Up for the PS5, Xbox Series SNX, and PC, and that's on Tuesday, December 7th. Oh, I, I chuckled because White Shadow to me was reminds me of the the remember the the old TV show the old seventies TV show the White right, Shadow the, right the White Basketball Coach a <laughs> <laughs> White Shadow so like, I'm like they made a video game about that TV show gosh shit I kind of want to buy it <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy it I'm not big fan of the basketball but I'd buy it just for that series. Uh, then we have Halo Infinite, developed by 343 Industries and published by Xbox 
Game Studio, or sorry, Xbox Studio, uh, Xbox Game Studios was right the first time. For the Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, and PC, and that'll be on Wednesday, December 8th. Yeah, that's that's the big one this week. Yep. And then we have Loop Hero, developed by Four Quarters and published by Developer Digital. Uh, 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 yes. Uh, and uh, for the Switch, that's on Thursday, December 9th. Then we have Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX, developed and published by Koi Temko for the Switch, PC, and iOS, and that's on Thursday, December 9th. And finally, we have Witchwood, developed by Alien Trap and published by White Thorn Digital for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SNX, Switch, and PC, and that's on Thursday, December 9th. Okay. That's all the games. All right. Come out this week. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have any gaming news. Um, Halo, it's Halo. Um, hopefully they'll, they pushed it back so many times. All right, well, good luck on them. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got really nothing for them, for that, all, for all that. Um, so let's get to the news. Sounds great. All right. So let's start off. Um, okay, we just... Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, I'm, I'm looking through see where I want to start. Okay, we were talking about Spider-Man earlier. Okay. So there's some Spider-Man news. Um, Sony confirmed... Uh, you and you not sending me links. Um, basically, Sony confirmed three more Marvel-produced Spider-Man movies after No Way Home. Okay. All right. Um, we'll just leave it at that. I mean, I feel like that kind of headline says it all. Um, apparently, they're like, all right, well... We're going to do three more after this. It's like, okay, well... All right, I'm, I'm in. I, sure, I, I do want to mention, though, it is with Tom Holland. Yes, it is with Tom Holland. So Tom Holland will get... He will be Spider-Man for up to six movies. Now, I'll be honest. I don't know in what capacity. I mean, I like Tom. I'm going to go out on the record and say I think Tom Holland, for me, is one of my favorite Spider-Mans. Um, kid's entertaining. He's charming. He's got the je ne sais quoi. He's kind of funny, you know. Um, but I kind of feel like, all right, Ed, let, let's let's honestly break this down. Okay. This new movie is going to have deal with multiverses and bad guys coming in through some stuff, and everyone's seen. Now, I don't. There is this moment in me where, like, you know, where Doc Ox sees Tom Holland says, you're not Peter Parker. Okay, so he knows different Peter Parker. Now, everyone wants Tom Holland to be there. Everyone wants uh, Tom Holland. Um, Tobey Maguire to be there. They want to see Andrew Garfield. Like, they want to be like, oh, my God, they, they made it all, like, cohesive. Uh-huh. And that'd be kind of cool and all. But I'll be 100% honest with you. I kind of would like to see them kind of work in Miles Morales. Live action Miles would be nice. I mean, I know they got the cartoon version of them, but having a um, live action like at the end of this movie, maybe have a live action Miles Morales like appear, and then maybe the next three movies, it's kind of like Spider Man helping mentor Miles. You know, instead of maybe I don't know, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm kind of yeah, you know. And not that I think the kid's not good, and maybe it's time for some new blood. I just feel like it'd be interesting to see to bring in a second Spider Man. You know the the other one that everyone knows, you know, um, but that's that's my opinion. What do you think, Ed? 
<laughs> no, I think I think they should have two different Spider-Man movies. I mean, if they bring him in this, it'll be interesting because I mean, like he has to have a starting point somewhere. I mean, basically, we met Tom Holland Spider-Man in Captain America three. I mean, right? You know, you 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 put it that way, you know, kind of thing. Like you could you could bring him in in the in this you know like multiverse because I mean. You know, like like everybody's kind of like you know, like well, the other two aren't in it, and they're like, yeah, right, whatever, you know, kind of thing. You know, I, I'll give you hundred percent honest. I'm I, I don't really care if the two of them are in it or not, as long as the story's good. I think it's already going to be a decent flick because it seems very interesting and very kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit. I think the people who are so gung ho that the other two guys are going to be in it that if they're not in it, people are going to be pissed and it's going to be spoiled all over the internet. You know. Like people are breaking down shit, like you know the 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 what do you call it the um, the one trailer where you see lizard look like he gets punched by something, but no nothing's there. Mm-hmm. Um, someone says they swear that during the scene where Zendaya is falling off the building, uh, you hear Tobey Maguire go, "I got her," right. you know, and I'm like, uh, you "Guys are just whatever." Like I just feel like there's going to be people going in there. Would so jacked up and so hyped up, and they're going to be let down because the movie in their head is way better. Like there's a there's a clip of what looks like um, Willem Dafoe on like a new glider, right? Like a different glider, and he's got goggles on and not the mask, and and it's kind of blurry. And I'm like, I don't know. From a different angle, he looks like Tom Holland a little bit. Like huh. how how great would it be if maybe Tom Holland was in in his universe Green Goblin? You know, <laughs> like how, how that'd be kind of interesting. You know, like and, and maybe that Tom Holland you know works with. I don't know. And again, I'm, yeah, because I mean, to be honest, I mean, they didn't really show too many actors in the movie. Like you know, I, I mean, I think uh, the only one that actor that you knew besides the guy who played Doc Ock was uh, Electro, uh, right. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. So like, like you see, you saw Green Goblin, but you're like, is is it him? You know, like, right. you know, like, are, are we really getting a, a William Defoe to play this character? Or I mean, in the second trailer, they have him talking to Peter, but it's an overvoice thing. Right. It's like you know, but I, it could be a deleted scene from the first Spider-Man for all I know. Right. Like with Tilda Wire, because they're going to be kind of elusive about what they show you in the trailer and what's not. But there's also a part of me is just like, well, okay, from everything you've seen, you know Electro's in it, you know Doc Ock's in it, you know Green Goblin's in it. Um, so there's three right there. I'm like, I would be surprised if they didn't bring back Vulture because they left the first one open up with Vulture knowing, you know, still being in jail and knowing about, you know, Peter. Um, but again, he already knew, so he might in this world that's interesting now that I'm talking about it now that I'm thinking about it out loud he's already known that Peter Parker's Spider-Man mm-hmm. so after this announcement that Mysterio kind of fucked up everybody Vulture who was in jail and when he bumped into um, Scorpio well the guy who plays Scorpion in, in the comic books he was interested you know he did the whole like well I heard you know who he is and he's like if I if, if I knew who he was don't you think he'd be dead already you know so I they could bring in Scorpion. Right. You know, I mean, I'm just trying to think, like, at this point now, you have you have half of the Sinister Six, you know, with Electro, well, Electro, Sandman, Lizard, Green Goblin, 
and Doc Ox. There's five. Sorry, there's five of the six. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen anything about Vulture. You know, and, and if they're doing multiple universes, why can't Mysterio still be in it? Right. You know, like I just, I don't know. There's a part of me that just feels like, are they going to pull the Sinister Six or are they going to bring in, I mean, rumor has it that I, I think at the, spoiler, I think there's a cameo of, with at the end of Venom, there's a cameo of Tom, Toby, not Toby, Tom Holland. And so there's a rumor that Venom might be actually in this movie too, ah. which I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of rushed, but whatever. <laughs> I think I think you're trying to shoehorn them in together, but and then don't forget, there's Morbius too, with the Jared Leto movie that has been kind of no one's talking about. They released I think a second trailer a few months back, but why not bring him in it? Right. Uh, I don't know. I just I'm like. Eh. But I'm, get, I'm, 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 go ahead. I was going to get back to your original question though. I mean, like I I mean like you give you give him you give uh, uh, Miles. Uh, his own, you know, a quick cameo in the movie, and then you know you bring him for another movie that, you know, you totally totally surprises, um, you know, everybody. That would be the the ultimate thing, you know, to, you know, and then maybe bring the the three of them together, uh, or two of them together. I'm sorry, the uh, uh, Tom Holland, uh, Peter Parker, and and, and Miles uh, together in a in a movie, you know, in a future. Typistic movie type of thing. I mean, see, there's there's a lot of possibilities. I just don't think they're just going to, you know, give him a lot of screen time, uh, Miles Morales, if they put him in. But I would, I would right. like to see it. I would like to see definitely Miles in there if you're gonna really go full full tilt on this, like Miles will go all the way, you know, <laughs> right. like, just just shove them all in, see see what sticks, basically. <laughs> so that's just my take. I- I just hope they don't fall in the case of what a lot of movies like this happen. When you introduce too many villains and too many bad guys, you kind of lose the story and it, the movie kind of falls apart because there's so much going on that you can't keep track. Right. I, I hope that doesn't happen, but I, my part of me is just got to have faith in, in they haven't let me down yet. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm kind of hoping. I always feel like this is always on like a, it's a big house of cards and that one bad wink could just knock it all shit. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> you know, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the movie. Um, speaking of stuff, speaking of movies, Ed, um, speaking of Spider-Man, actually, um, apparently Spider-Man actress Kirsten Dunst wants to return as older Mary Jane. Okay. Um, let's see. <clears throat> she said uh, she was... The subject of Spider-Man and Mary Jane obviously came... Uh, she was talking to um, Entertainment Weekly to talk about her new movie, The Power of the Dog, which is going to arrive on Netflix this week. So someone asked her about it, and uh, she revealed that she would like to return as, as an older version of the character. She says in a quote, I wish they put me in another one, like old girl Mary Jane. Why not? I would do another superhero, superhero movie. Everybody else's. <laughs> like, but... When she said everybody else, I wonder. I was like, did she just spoil it? <laughs> like, <laughs> did, did she find out that Toby's in it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Dunce was asked about potential returns in the wake of the No Way Home. She's like, I would do it. Why not? That would be, it, but that would be fun. I would never say no to something like that. I'd be old MJ at this point with uh, little Spidey babies. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, all right, sure, why not? You know. 
if she wants to do it, give her like a little walk on. Huh. <laughs> um, so I think that's it. I got that's all my Spider-Man news. Uh, Ed. Um, okay, I'm gonna I gotta go with this one. I'm gonna get this one out of the way. Uh, last week, Ridley Scott was bitching about um, millennials and their phones, and that's the reason why his movie, um, the what do you call it, the Last Duel, didn't work. Right. So, did they make a lot of movie? Well, he's back in the news again to this week. Um, I don't know if you know it or not, but he directed that Gucci family, uh, the what do you call it, um, House of Gucci. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he directed it. Now I, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. It looks kind of like it looks. F- I don't want to say fun, but it looks interesting enough to me to go. I kind of, I kind of want to see that. The <laughs> cast is incredible. <laughs> Apparently, Lady Gaga already won like some sort of award for her portrayal. Um, and I'm like, I, I, Stacy wants to see it, and I'm gonna be honest. After seeing the trailer, I kind of want to see it too. Right. And however, in most cases, when you do a, um, a movie about something that happens in real life and those people are still alive, those people who are portrayed in that movie are going to have a comment about it. Right? <laughs> well, the Gucci family has kind of, they're mad at Ridley Scott saying, you know, like basically bitching about saying that that's, it's an insult to the legacy of which the brand is built today. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Ridley Scott's response is, Ridley Scott calls Gucci's family outrage alarmingly insulting. Quote, you should be so fucking lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, here's here's the story. The Gucci family is not happy with Ridley Scott's house Gucci. The heirs of Aldo Gucci put out a statement this week calling Scott's film an insult to the legacy on which the brand is built today. Uh, even before the film was released in theaters, Gucci Gucci's? I, <laughs> A Gucci, I want to say Gucci, but I, and I'm going to spell out this person's name. G U C C I O. Guccio, thank you. My wife, luckily, she's back in the room. Guccio Gucci, by the way. <laughs> what a name. Sounds like a fucking Mario character. <laughs> it's me, a Guccio Gucci. Those those pants do not go with that shirt. Let me make you something real quick. <laughs> so, so Guccio's Gucci's great grandchild Patrizia Gucci, who uh, came forward to denounce the project on behalf of her family. Uh, Patrizia called out the casting of Al Pacino as Aldo Gucci, saying. My grandfather was a very handsome man, like all the Gucci's, and very tall, blue eyes, and very elegant. He's being played by Al Pacino, who is not very tall already, and this photo shows him as fat, short, with sideburns, really ugly. Shameful, because he doesn't resemble him at all. <laughs> okay? Well, well, speaking to Total Film Magazine, Scott called the Gucci's family response to his casting alarmingly insulting. Uh, the, director, the director reminded the Gucci family that Aldo is play, being played by Al Pacino, the Oscar winner and one of the most iconic actors of all time. <laughs> he's, he's a quote is, the people that were writing from the family to uh, the, the people that were writing from the family to us at the onset were alarmingly insulting, saying that Pacino did not represent physically Aldo Gucci in any shape or form, Scott said. Uh, 
And yet, frankly, how could they be better represented than by Al Pacino? Excuse me, you probably had the best actor in the world. You should be so fucking lucky. And and Stacy just quickly showed me a photo, and Al Pacino does actually looks better than the actual guy because the guys, while Pacino still has a full head of hair, this guy's got the the Homer Simpson half like the 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 um he's got a five head, okay, and his and his hair is thinning at the top, so you know, and then he's got the you know the gray sideburns and all that kind of stuff. Like, trust me, Pacino looks way better, <laughs> right? Just, just, just looks better. Um, however, Patrizia Gucci also took issue with casting of Jarrett Leto as Paolo Gucci. Uh, she condemned set photos revealing Leto's unkempt hair and lilac corduroy so- suit as Paolo. Um, horrible, horrible. She said, "I feel so offended. I still feel offended." <laughs> uh. Uh, and then Scott said, "You know." Told, um, I think a lot of it's comedic uh, about Leto's performance. Performance, Certainly for the first two acts, Jared Leto, there's not a lot of information about his character, Paolo. Uh, but there are pictures of pa- Paolo, Paolo, I'm going to say Paolo. That's exactly what Paolo looks like. We found the pictures and Jared did what he did and dressed the way Paolo dressed it. There is, there is not a lot of Paolo on camera talking, so that had to be, to a certain extent, imagined. But clearly... Paolo was very a very colorful and flamboyant man. <laughs> um, the flamboyance of Paolo was quite nicely captured. And how could that be offensive? We paid attention to not getting too overt if we could avoid it. He's in the news twice, but like those fucking millennials and that fucking Gucci family. You got Al Pacino acting as your great-grandfather. You should be... Like, trust me, Ed, if they're making a history story about my life, if Al Pacino was going to do it, I'd be like... I'm all in. I look nothing like Pacino. Pacino looks nothing like me. But if he wants to be me, go ahead. <laughs> like, I'm I'm more of the Seth Rogen type guy. <laughs> like if someone to say, "Hey, we're doing a story about your life, Sean." Seth Rogen's going to play you. I'm going to be like, "All right." I mean, overweight Jew, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not much of a stretch, but all right. I mean, all right. I mean, I don't laugh like I'm on that. Huh, huh, huh. I mean, but. I, I, all right, sure. Hi. You know, <laughs> I just, you know, they said, you know what, Sean Brad Pitt? I'd be like, absolutely not. I, I would I would, I'd put my foot down. I'd be like, look, I mean, I appreciate the, the, you know, you guys are getting him. I mean, he's very handsome. Him, Clooney, Cruz. You guys want to go, I mean, you guys are shooting for the stars. I don't think my life's that important. They need one of those guys to actually be me. But I would have to put my foot down. I'd be like, no, no way. I'm sorry. I cannot accept George Clooney playing Sean. I just can't. Nothing, nothing there. <laughs> you know, I mean, unless you put, unless you put like a hundred pounds of makeup on him and then put him in a fat suit. And at that point, call Seth Rogen. <laughs> like, I'm sure he'd do a fine job. <laughs> you know, I just, I just don't see him like, you know, like I'm gonna, Sean, we're gonna do your life, and Al Pacino's gonna be like, oh, all right, thanks, I. I Okay, <laughs> just as long as he doesn't do that that shitty Jewish accent he does in that uh, Hunter's mo- show. Him, uh, what do you call it? Pro- uh, Amazon, great show. Whew, his accent, his his oi, I try to be Jewish. Look at me, <laughs> <laughs> like that is that's over the top acting. Al, we tone it down a little bit, just just a little bit. They all we all don't don't sound like that. <laughs> huh. 
Yeah. Who do you think would play you, Ed, in the movie? If they were filming your movie, who would you want to be your your actor of choice? <laughs> who would play me in a movie? Yeah. Um... Let's see who who would play me in a movie. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> Sean, I'm, I'm gonna have to come back to you. Tune in next week. Yeah, <laughs> there was an actor. I just can't think of anything because some, somebody somebody said I looked like him when I first started working. So I was really thin back then, but I couldn't. I can't remember his name. The guy who does Twenty Four, uh, Jack Bauer, um, John Keeper Sutherland. Keeper Sutherland. Yes. Get, get the fuck out of here. No offense, he's 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 a great actor. <laughs> I mean, look, in all real, let's be realistic. If you're going to get Seth Rogen, and if he's willing to work with James uh, Franco again, maybe you get Franco. I'm not. <laughs> or, or I mean, you certainly. I would. I him. think Jonah Hill would be more my speed. Jonah Hill, okay, Jonah Hill's a good one for you. <laughs> I was going to go maybe Michael Sarah, but he's way too skinny. <laughs> Way too skinny. <laughs> you know, yeah, okay. I, wow. Uh, Seth Rogen and uh, Jonah Hill together in a movie. Welcome to Geeksters, the movie. <laughs> great. <laughs> All right, and I got – this is going to – this was going to – okay, I, I, I'm going to save – I'm going to save this one for last. But next, okay, did you, did you see Game of Thrones? No. Okay. So this is probably, you're not going to give a shit about this, but apparently they were, they're making a um, prequel show to the Game of Thrones show. All right. Uh, so it's about the, the um, Targaryens, um, you know, the dragons, a lot of kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's supposed to be called the House of Dragons. Um, it's uh, a <clears throat> so I'm just gonna put out HBO decided to cancel it after spending 30 million dollars on it. Wow, right? Imagine spending 30 million dollars on a, on a, on a show and then going, Yeah, you know what? Never mind. I, I can't, I, I can't imagine what, <laughs> what, what would possess them. Well, the thing, well, you know what. It, it, there's probably like a point where they were like they looked it over they got to a point they were like those scripts are terrible the the, the the some of the casting choices is terrible like you know what I'm saying like like people are probably like looking at it and going yeah but you know what we're, we we invested 30 million dollars already but um, let's cut our losses right, let's cut our losses because there's, there's no way to fix this and we're just going to spend up like probably upwards of 100 million dollars on this thing and it's going to be crap. And then, like, everybody who's going to be, like, Game of Thrones fans are going to sit there and watch the first episode and go, what the hell is this shit? You know, and then just, like, walk away. So, they're clear. Uh, yeah, according to a new book from former Warner Media chairman Bob Greenblatt, uh, an original Game of Thrones prequel was canceled by the studio after spending $30 million on the project. Uh, in his book, Tinderbox, HBO's ruthless pursuit of new frontiers uh, tells the story of the company as a whole um, via IGN, uh, but Greenblatt does mention that when he arrived at the company, a Game of Thrones prequel has already been in production and that HBO has already spent $30 million on the project. Unfortunately, those at the top didn't think the show had much promise, and it was swiftly canceled. Uh, here's a quote from the book. 
Uh, they spent over $30 million on a Game of Thrones prequel pilot that was in production when I got there. And when I saw a cut of it in just in a few months after I arrived, I said to Casey, this just doesn't work. I don't think it delivers on the promise of the original series. And he didn't disagree, which actually was a relief. Uh, we unfortunately decided to pull the plug on it. Uh, there was enormous pressure to get it right, and I don't think it would have worked. Uh, not much known is, but not much was known about the prequel other than the fact that Jane Goldman, who um, is in X Men First Class and Kingsman Secret Service, was attached to write the pilot, and that Nomi Watts has been cast in the leading role. Uh, the series would have said would have taken place thousands of years prior to the original series. A pilot for the episode had been shot in 2019, but ultimately shelled by HBO. Uh, instead, of moving forward with the original prequel. The new se- there's a new series coming out called uh, Game of Thrones House of Dragons was greenlit and it's going to premiere on HBO in sometime in 2022. That's the one with Matt Smith in it. Right. Well, uh, Doctor Who. So I'm like, huh. But imagine spending 30 million just going, yeah, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> that, I mean, that's, that's the, I mean, HBO is like, fuck you, money. Really? <laughs> right. That's, that's. Hey, you know what? We that's the that's the money they spent after all these people signed up to just watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like, what are you gonna do with all this movie? Well, let's make a, a, a prequel to, to, to Game of Thrones. Thirty million dollars. Like, yeah, you know what? Let's just not do it. <laughs> like, never mind. <laughs> it it's changed terrible. my mind. What are we gonna do with all this money we just spent? Eh, quick, put out Zack Snyder's Justice League. We'll get it all back. Right. <laughs> Let's Quick, get, let's get that David Ayers <laughs> Suicide mm. Squad cut. The, the, the David Ayers cut. Let's get that done. All right. All right. <laughs> get that David Ayers cut. We'll get a whole bunch of new subscribers. We'll get that $30 million right back. Right. Making a no time. Okay, Ed. So now I have one final article. Okay. Uh, this I didn't know exactly. I, I saved it for last because... This is the most bizarre article that I have found this week. All right. Um, <laughs> um, they're making a movie about Renfield. Okay, for those people who don't know, Renfield is basically Dracula's like sidekick in uh-huh. a way. Um, that's not that's not the interesting part, Ed. What's that? <laughs> the interesting. The interesting part is who they got to play Dracula. Who? Take a guess. Gary Oldman. No, you know what? No, Gary Oldman normally did Dracula. No, it's somebody that you never like. Like when I tell you who's playing Dracula, instantly you're going to know what kind of movie this is. <laughs> I'm going to guess Seth Rogen. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Uh, I want to suck your butt. Uh, I just know there'll be a lot of sucking involved, and, uh, and some blood, and uh, maybe look at me—I'm a bat. Maybe I'm not. I don't know if I sound more like Seth Rogen or more like the, the what do you call it—the the horny monster from fucking Big Mouth. <laughs> Anyway, Ed, um, you know what? You waited long enough. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Pause for comedic effect. 
I'm more, I'm more like a plasma protector. <laughs> uh, yes, Nicolas Cage to play Dracula in Universal's Renfield movie. <sighs> it's a monster movie centering not on the infamous vampire, but rather his notorious lackey. Uh, the call she may be confusing. That's because Cage is starring alongside another Nick, Nicholas Holt, who's going to be portraying the unhinged henchman known as Renfield. Nicholas Holt is he played uh, Beast Man in the um, X Men First Class movie. Well, oh, the Beast, uh, the Beast, right, right? Sorry, Beast Man, the Beast, and then he was also in uh, Mad Max. There's right. the guy. Witness me! Oh, it's a glorious day. Whatever. Right. Um, so the, it's going to be an origin story. Uh, the upcoming film is expected to take place in present day, however. <laughs> it's not clear how much it will stick to the source material, which is uh, Bram Stoker's 1897 horror movie, horror novel Dracula. Uh, in the liter- literary, in the book, R.M. Renfield was an inmate at a lunatic asylum. Uh, he was thought to be suffering from delusions that compelled him to eat live creatures in hopes of, of obtaining mortality. Uh, it's not until later that it's revealed that he's under the influence of one Count Dracula. Um, Chris McKay is the filmmaker of uh, the filmmaker behind the Tomorrow War and the Lego Batman movie is directing and producing Renfield from a screenplay by Ryan Ridley, who <laughs> apparently writes for Rick and Morty. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, Cage is known to be an intensely method actor, a uh, gorging on red meat to gain weight to uh, connect as a carnivore in the 2013 crime drama Joe uh, and removing two of his teeth without anesthesia to inflict physical pain on himself before playing a Vietnam veteran in 1984's Birdie. Uh, in the case of Renfield, it could be plenty of garlic in Cage's future. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, okay, this next phrase, this next, it's from Variety, so I feel like I should, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Once a big box office draw... Cage has spent the last decade away from major Hollywood productions and instead opted to make independent films. In a recent Variety interview, Cage said he preferred to work on low-budget film sets because traditional studio projects came with unwanted commercial restraints. Uh, constraints. Um, here's a quote. When I was making Jerry Bruckheimer movies back-to-back, it was just a high-pressure game. There was a lot of fun moments, but at the same time, there was also, quote, we wrote this line, it has to be said this way. Cage said, um, they put a camera on you and photograph you and, and order you now say on the roller skating, now say the roller skate training wheels line. I'd say I do that, but I'd also like to try it this way. Uh, on independent movies, you have more freedom to experiment and be fluid. There's less pre- pressure and there's a lot more oxygen in the room. Um, obviously best known for leaving Las Vegas, The Rock, and uh, to a different generation, National Treasure. Uh, Cage has garnished some of the best reviews of his careers with 2021's Pig, which we talked about this movie too, which follows a truffle hunter whose beloved animal is stolen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before delving into all things Dracula, Cage will be seen in Lionsgate meta comedy, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, (laughs) in in which the movie Cage is playing a fictionalized version of himself as a cash-strapped actor also acts as a CIA informant in the drug in a drug sting. <laughs> oh God, no! I have to see that fucking movie. <laughs> just, just 
because everything he's in lately, he's just been over the top. Um, Renfield is Universal's latest attempt to fashion a cinematic universe universe around characters from the studio's vast monster vault. Um, After Tom Cruise's 2017 reboot of The Mummy flopped in theaters, the studio shifted its strategy away from interconnected stories and instead began to focus on standalone features. Uh, It also kept reducing budgets on the lower end, making it easier for spooky pictures to turn a profit. Uh, For example, the studio's most recent MonsterVerse entry, The Invisible Man, starring Elizabeth Moss, which was really good, by the way, if you haven't seen that. Uh, It made $147 million worldwide in 2020, um, far less than The Mummy um, and its $409 million global box office haul. Uh, However, The Invisible Man only cost $7 million to produce, while The Mummy cost nearly $200 million. (laughs) I mean, when you add Tom Cruise, you might as well just add an extra $100 million to any budget you're working on. Right. And I've seen that Mummy. It wasn't horrible. I think people give it just a bad, um, a bad uh, thing because it it didn't really focus much on the mummy as it did on Tom Cruise's character. Um, they did kind of, you could see them starting to like dip their toe in a in a like monster verse, you might say, mm. because he's like in this place and there's like a one of the guys' names Doctor Jekyll and and there there's like little hints of other monsters that could be eventually on the way. It was interesting. I wouldn't say it was like, oh my God, it was phenomenal. It was just, it was okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Universal will test its low-cost approach with several supernatural-themed projects that hasn't worked, um, including including Invisible Woman, directed by Elizabeth Banks, and Wolfman with Ryan Gosling. That should be interesting. Brian Gosling. Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, sure, why not? I mean, I liked what do you call Benedicio del Toro's Wolfman. I thought that was good. Yeah. You know, um, all right. I mean, I guess, I guess I'm kind of more ruffled by the um, as a visible woman directed by Elizabeth Banks because she's trying very hard to to um, she helped produce the Ghostbusters movie, um, the reboot, not the I mean, the one with all the women. She's very much into, like, you know, let's make these movies with all women. And why? Again, I don't mind. I don't care if the movie's good, the movie's good. I just think that when you try to force an issue, sometimes things can go horribly wrong. Right. Uh, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so, Ed, expect, uh, <laughs> which, let's face it, it's not the first time he's played the vampire, because he played a vampire in uh, Vampire's Bite, or Vampire's Kiss, I think. Vampire's Kiss, 1989. Uh-huh. I saw that movie. Fucking weird. Very weird movie. <laughs> I think he I, I think he actually I think there's a scene where he actually ate a live cockroach on film. Which what I hear ain't that bad, but it's just you know, to see Nicolas Cage I think off an Oscar win. <laughs> like come out it's just it's it's a Nicolas Cage. I, mean, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like <laughs> just and like I, a part of me almost wish it was more a period piece. Because I would love to see Nicolas Cage in like old timey clothes playing Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> then I would see him like in modern clothes. Right. Or <laughs> I mean, part of me thinks it's going to be modern era, but he's still going to dress like classic vampire. Blah! <laughs> Look at me! I got to my cape, my top hat, 
blah. <laughs> Look at me. He's got the eyes for it, though. Right. He's, you know he's going to do some sort of homage to Bela Lugosi with the eyes and the fingers and the trying to swing people over by mesmerizing them. Maybe, for all I know, he could be on screen for maybe like a total of 40 minutes. <laughs> like <laughs> He gets 10 minutes. That's it. <laughs> right. 10 minutes later. Nicholas Cage, ladies and gentlemen, playing Dracula. Blah. <laughs> it took us, it took us four weeks to shoot this ten minutes scene. <laughs> because you know now he's doing these low budget films. It's more fluid. There's more oxygen in the room, and boy, he sucked all that as much of that oxygen into the room that he could. <laughs> like, whew. telling you, he when he swings, he swings for the fences. Not of all, and not all of them connect. No. <laughs> like, Sometimes the back comes flying out of his hand. I, you know what, I, I'm probably gonna. I, there's a part of me that's like, I'm gonna f- maybe watch Ghost Rider because <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that movie. He's so bad, it's so over the top, and I love Scratching Ghost Rider. at the door, scratching at the door. That's the sequel, which I don't have on digital yet. I have the physical version, and I think the digital copy that I had was was in. I had it with um, ultraviolet, and then at some point I should have paid more attention to my emails because when ultraviolet folded, they were like, "Hey, if you want to keep your movies, do this, and they'll all be moved over to Voodoo." And I was like, "Oh shit, I'm like three weeks too late for that." Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I lost like a good amount of movies, I think, from my collection because of that. Like, yeah, oh, it is what it is, <laughs> you know. I'm I'm well over 600 movies now my video collection so a digital by the way right so (coughs) (laughs) gotta throw that out there it's digital not 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 my movie collection my digital yeah yeah well the physical one I don't think is is, I don't think it's anywhere near that I don't know I mean every movie I buy I get a digital copy of (sighs) yeah but I mean I don't know now now Oh no! <laughs> now I'm starting to think. Oh, I just I just fell down a well. Shit! <laughs> gonna walk around the house going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> get get a physical count of how what I got. <sighs> anyway, I'll do that on a day where I'm by my house off in the house. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, couldn't find the mute button on the mic. <laughs> It's it's on the side here, and it's I'm not, I don't really push the mute button on the on my headset much, so I'm like, oh, where is it? Where is it? Oh shit, the cough's coming! <laughs> Quick, just wrap my hand around it to make that <laughs> noise. <laughs> so uh, that's all I got. Ed. All right, it was a, kind of a light week. I mean, it, it, I'll be honest, the next few episodes might be kind of small, only because I haven't had much of a chance. At, I've been working a lot. It's the holiday season in retail, and it's like, excuse me, sir, do you have this? No. Why not? I don't know. Um, like, uh, well, what was my favorite one today? Um, they were looking for something, and obviously it – oh, it was a game that was supposed to come out. A guy called – a person called my store and was talking to my coworker on the phone, and my coworkers knew how a seasonal help. And they, I could hear the conversation, and based upon the conversation, there was a game that was once scheduled to come out this week. It was Dying Light 2. And it got pushed back until February. Well, the person on the phone 
couldn't understand why that was the case. Why did they do that? I pre-ordered this game. Why? And now my coworker, they didn't really have an answer because they're still new and they don't know how to handle these people. Right. And and I'm kind of he he could hear me talk to my coworker because I was like, well, the game got pushed back, you know. And then like, I'm, I'm listening to, to them tell me what they like, kind of doing the old. Well, sir, I don't know why that happens. And I'm like, we don't get paid to care. I was like, we don't, we don't make the games. Why a produce? Why a production company decides to push a game back for a couple months? Usually, because the game's not fucking finished, right? Huh. <laughs> I was just like, like, at some point in time, I I was like. I just kind of feel like maybe a manager should be talking to this person because this person is now giving my coworker a hard time when they don't need to be, a, you know, when they don't need to be. Right. You know, and I, did I take the phone call? I think I did. I think I did take the phone off of them. And I was like, hey, this is the manager. Like, how can I help you? And then they asked something completely different than what they were, I'm going to say, harassing my coworker about. And I answered the question, hung up, and then. <laughs> a coworker is like, you know, they heard everything you said, and they were like, "Wow, you work with a really charming, like a really a uh, 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 good natured person." Like being sarcastic, like he thought I was yelling at my coworker when I was actually yelling at him. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I was like, this "Fucking guy!" Like, come on, like, why games get pushed back? Uh, we don't know. Usually, it's development. I mean, sometimes it should be for the best. Like, for example. Grand Theft Auto, the, the definitive trilogy was supposed to is supposed to come out was supposed to come out on the tenth, I think, of this. I think it was supposed to be this week, yeah. but it got put it got pushed back a week because the game ain't fully ready. Because there's a lot of bugs on the digital version, so I think they want to make sure that the physical version is is ready to go. Makes sense, but I can tell you right now, I'm looking at that game, going, yeah, I don't, I'm not buying that game. Maybe I will when it's like super cheap. Like if I trade in like a bunch of stuff and I get like a trade deal, like oh, we showed if you put it towards this game, you'll get like an increase in, tra- in trade credit. Maybe I'll do that, but I don't know if I can really go. Like I just think with all the money that Rockstar is making off of off of GTA Five and Red Dead Redemption Two, they could have put maybe a little bit more effort into that game to to, to polish off that trilogy. Just hey, don't get me started. Oof. <laughs> why do they push this back? Well, one of the couple of the games that you go, they push it back, and then and then they release it, and you're going, yeah, it wasn't long enough. Right. <laughs> I'm looking now, at you, was, Cyberpunk 2077. Right now, a year later, people are going, yeah, you know what? Give it a chance. It's actually a lot better now. <laughs> like, oh, they could have just waited another year. I would have been happy for another year. You know, get a game out because I've I've stopped playing it. Um, actually, now like, maybe I should go back to doing that because I could I have I think some extra memory on my my PS5 now because <laughs> I deleted some stuff. But right, I I feel like, but then again, that's the studio getting pressure from the the publisher going, you need this game out now. We got it, and not surprisingly, it's, it's Warner Brothers Games. Right. They they handle their games the way they handle their movie studios apparently. <laughs> like Crabbly. right um yeah i mean there's i'm like there's who knows why like dying light was pushed back a few months 
Green Tea is pushed. And it, it happens. It's it's a business. Like, and also, I tell sometimes people, like, this week alone, Halo Infinite's being released. Nobody's going to give a shit about it in any other games. Unless, I mean, if you have an Xbox, you're getting Halo. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an Xbox, you'll get something else. Who knows what that'll be? But nothing really big is coming out this week. And I'm like, that could be the reason why they might have pushed a game back. Because why do you... It's like when someone says, hey, we're going to release a Tom... When Mission Impossible comes out in the theaters, any other movie theater that made a movie that that wants to release it are going to be like, oh, we can't put it up against competition against a Tom Cruise movie. we got to push that back maybe a, a week or maybe push it ahead a week. Because right. you know, that happens too in some games. They'll push it ahead. Like let it out earlier than, than the original release date. Most of the time, it rarely does that happen. But it, it does happen. But again, it's because they're like, I, I sometimes I think they look at a slate and go, oh, that, that game's coming out. That game's got a lot of buzz. I don't know if we want to compete with that for like dollar money. So let's push that back a week or push it, you know, back a month. That way we can say we're working on it and maybe polish it up a little bit more. Right. You know, it, it just um, it's just it makes sense to me, and I'm never really two great examples of games that have been pushed back for a long time. And when I got South Park, The Sick of Truth, and South Park, The Fractured Butthole, <laughs> <laughs> two games that got pushed back incredibly long. And in fact, the second game made a joke about the first one being postponed, and they were still postponed. <laughs> like. <laughs> But when you play those games, those are two of my favorite. Like I, I look back and finally, finally with those two games, I'm like, those were really good games. They were funny, they were enjoyably played. I laughed. I felt like I was actually like in an episode of South Park both times. And their their fighting styles, mechanics of both games are completely different, but it still all works and it's still entertaining. And two of my favorite games, and they were pushed back. And I was like, take your time, right. get it right. Nothing wrong with just letting it marinate a little bit more. Cyberpunk should have been one of those things, but eh, you know, uh, I, I think, yeah. I was just saying, I remember, I remember when uh, they pushed back uh, Animal Crossing, like it was a year or something like that. It was for the right. 3DS like, type of thing. My wife was going through <laughs> like withdrawal. She was like, she's like, when's it coming out? When's it coming? Out? She's like, I need this game, but it was worth <laughs> it. I mean, it worked. It worked well. It worked. You know, like you know. um it, 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 she was really happy when those finally, you know, came out. Also, it was it was worth the wait. Sure, so it's because it's, it's a solid game, right? I, I feel like that same way with um. Oh, what game was I thinking of? Fuck, uh, slipped my mind when you. Oh, um, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild was the last game that Nintendo released for the Wii U because they promised it was supposed to be a launch title for the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to come out at some point, and they were like. Here's the Switch. Here's one of the new games, Breath of the Wild. And everyone's like, hey, hey, what about the Wii U? That was supposed to be a Wii U game. Oh, okay, here it is. We'll do it for the <laughs> Wii U, too. You know, it's not going to be as good, but all right. If you really, really wanted it to be good, get the Wii, get the Switch version. <laughs> like, but but I, have, I don't want to spend that money on a Wii U. Well, okay, well, here's the game. <laughs> like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's all I got, really. Now I'm just babbling. You Are you always babbling, like really? Though I mean, what? You got anything else you'd like to add to the show? Maybe something that might have popped in your head while we we're talking. 
Oh, there's there's hey. a lot there's a lot of things that pop through my head through the show, but then it's forgotten right <laughs> right away. It's like, oh, I I got to bring up this. I forgot to bring up this, and I don't remember what it was. <laughs> we'll have to uh, make a schedule plan for me to do the annual uh, um, night before Christmas or whatever the name of the book is. God damn it! <laughs> it's the Die Hard one. Right, I know, sweetheart, but what's the name of it? I don't know. It's right there on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a fucking Christmas book. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't know if you heard. It I heard it. Book. <laughs> it's already. She says it's not a Christmas book. <laughs> she's she's already angry about it, and it's a good thing she wasn't in the room when we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to show her that meme. It's just like you know, this time of year, it's like. <laughs> There's two types of people in the world. People right. that think Die Hard is a Christmas movie and people that are wrong. She's a terrorist. <laughs> she's a, she's a, a spy. <laughs> it's okay. I, love, I married her anyway. <laughs> All right, Ed. Well, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, as always, listen to Geeksters. <laughs> Feel like you should have known that. You've been probably listening for like the last hour and a half, and you went, "Oh shit, I was listening to those fucktards again." <laughs> uh, why do I keep How doing it? This is keep happening. I keep happening. I stumble onto this thing. I'm like, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna listen to this show." And, and then by the end, I'm going, "Oh, there was these two assholes again." <laughs> Fuck. Why do I keep doing it myself? <laughs> I should know. Geeksters, stop looking at it next week. The next time you're going through your thing, okay. oh, there's a new show called Geeksters. I wonder what that's like. And they go, "It's like." It's it's like at the, at the end of every episode they get that <laughs> men in black flash. <laughs> they forget it. <laughs> and you're always like, you know, right after it goes off, they're just staring blankly. And you, hey, everybody who gets that blank stare, just listen. You're going to have a good week. You're not going to get mad at anybody. You're going to have a good time, like a lot of laughs. You're going to be just happy and joyful throughout for the rest of the week. And then you're going to listen to our show and you'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe we're these fucktards again. <laughs> And then, hey, everybody, it's mind wipes every time. It, it's, I know it's there's not. a couple episodes that I would like to get that flash done to me. Uh, at the end of these episodes, I'm like, what did we talk about? I don't remember. <laughs> I said that? Really? Was it funny? Not at all. That's not surprising. <laughs> like, was there anything good about the show? Yeah, it was all right. Oh, all right. That sounds about par. Yeah, okay. Sounds about right. Yeah, okay. See, see you next week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, folks, thanks for listening. I do appreciate it. Ed appreciates it. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. Yes. You know how you can show your appreciation for us? You'll never guess. Go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or follow us at, at Geeksters. That's follow us on Twitter, right? Yeah, follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Because okay, you're like, follow us at Geeksters. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to get out of this show as quickly <laughs> as I can. I'm cutting words out. <laughs> I deem not as important. <laughs> yeah, like, Twitter just gets no love. Like, hey, at Geeksters. Okay, it could be your Instagram. <laughs> anyway. Uh, if you want to talk to Ed about anything or you've seen or heard or maybe would like to reminisce about it, going, oh, my God, I completely forgot you guys talked about that. Or, oh, my God, I completely remember you guys talked about that. That's the only thing I remember you guys talked about. 
You can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Help!